We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Abner Morris is a world champion boxer, Olympian, sports commentator, and most importantly, dad to two little girls. Beloved by abuelas and hardcore fans alike, Abner is a pro at entertaining the world both in and out of the ring. On Blue Wire's new podcast, On the Hook with Abner Morris, we'll hear from Abner, his family, fellow athletes, and other people who made him the boxer and the man he is. They chat about topics like Abner's journey from a kid on the streets to boxing champ, sports, music, culture, and family life. Listen to On the Hook with Abner Morris wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes in English out on Tuesdays and episodes in Spanish out on Wednesdays. And hello, all you gorgeous people out there. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind Podcast. Hello, Zan. Hello, Jake. What's good? What's good today? Oh, you know, just typical gamer stuff. Just a busy, busy week. Oh, and, yeah. Chugging RGB lights. And, uh, it's know. just a lot of coffee, a lot of Red mm, Bull, yeah. uh, a lot of energy drinks this weekend. <laughs> a lot of things ongoing as per usual, as busy as per usual. Want to hit him with the intro, and then uh, we'll get it started for all these beautiful people listening. Yeah, yeah. You know what? This week's intro will be a couple reminders for everybody. First and foremost, we are currently hiring a junior graphic designer so if you're a graphic designer out there who'd love to join us in town in our beautiful office space in las vegas nevada or you know we're also opening it up to anybody who wants to work remotely by all means do apply you can check it out on our website also uh, we have a p.o box guys oh true it's true. in the, it's in the about section on our youtube channel on the contact page on our website so hello gamers we yeah. have a p.o box we'll be doing an unboxing series on the channel a quick thank you to all of you guys who actually take the time to send us stuff mm. it doesn't have to be anything of value yeah absolutely uh, not. Anything helps keep me motivated and keep me just uh, you know cheery eyed, if that's even a term. And I don't think it is. I don't. Well, think we're gonna make it one. In my life. But yeah, PO box, a huge announcement finally did happen. Anything else for the people? Uh, no, basically, you know, just send us your drawings of Jake's huge neck, and uh, you Dude. know, we'll take a look at them <laughs> in an unboxing video. <laughs> all right. We hope you guys all enjoy another episode of the Esports Rewind. Let's get into it. 
And you know, for the first story out there, Zan, luckily enough for us, we get to cover a lot of scenes out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, you cover a lot of different age groups in the Very scenes true. you do cover. <laughs> and uh, with Fortnite, you see a lot more controversy and drama based on things you probably would not see mm-hmm. in older competitive environments. Right. And that's no knock on Fortnite. I think the future of Fortnite is going to be very huge, and mm-hmm. and maybe we'll play a part on this channel as well. We're seeing over the past week or so brought to light an argument that I want to talk about, that being an esports pro as well as a top creator in the Fortnite space, Booga, mm-hmm. who was under a little bit of fire for having a girlfriend and spending too much time with the girl. How dare he? <laughs> Does he not know that girls have cooties? To be fair, to be Jake. fair. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, he, yeah, come on, he's past the cootie age. But to be fair, though, you know, we're not going to see this kind of argument in the older scenes out there. Certainly not. But it's a constant reminder of, you know, these are issues that go through a pro player slash creator's lives, especially mm. one like Booga. It's like, it's like young love, man, you know? Yeah, right. uh, when I made the video about this, I kind of referenced like, yeah, I used to have a girlfriend in high school, mm. but I wasn't like having to balance being a pro and one of the biggest earners in all of Fortnite at the yeah, same time. Yeah, very true. It does make going out on like, you know, your little high school dates. What like to what, what do you people do in high school? Well, we, the, had a, we, had a po- we had a pasta place or something. <laughs> but like when you well, think like, of, like an Olive Garden? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Zemerix. Uh, uh, if you guys know it, you know, you're an OG. <laughs> but when you think about it, the opportunity cost, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's weighing a lot. He's balancing yeah, a lot true. with that life. All of a sudden, like you said, you go out for a little pasta date mm-hmm. and Boog is like, I could have been streaming for an hour and made a couple hundred, you know, who mm-hmm. knows how much money he could be making. Or you got to worry about TMZ in the bushes all of a sudden. Yeah, like, I mean, they, obviously, as he grows, he's going through a lot. Of and course. I just, it's kind of a funny moment. I don't think the trash talk is that heated, but you, we know other pro players like a double lift or like a skump mm. who have girlfriends and they're weighing that. And I don't think anyone, of course, the Lena double the situation is That's different. a little different, yeah. But no one's calling out skump <laughs> for spending too much time with his girl, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But a lot of pros get called out for spending time doing things that are not competing or pracking or scrimming mm-hmm. with Fortnite, it's a bit different though because all of a sudden you spend too much time with your girlfriend and you're not scrimming and pracking your teammates blow up on you yeah it's definitely a concern for any content creator out there i know we saw all that backlash pokimane face when oh people yeah found out about another, another good yeah, one yeah 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 it's like you know even even if people aren't giving you grief about not spending that time like actively craft like mastering your craft actor actively playing just the fact that they're bothered by the fact that you have another person in your life is it doesn't have to be another person such a headache anything else outside of what your what your field is right outside uh-huh. of streaming yeah, outside of so. content or going pro people are going to find a way to kind of hassle you uh-huh. for it um, so I think it'll be interesting to see as of course Booga and other pros grow up how they do kind of find the balance for this kind of stuff and it's it's always a fun talking point and, and that's why I don't have a girlfriend uh, because I can't I can't balance my life out enough <laughs> that's why I don't have a girlfriend yeah only reason <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, uh, in this week's episode of Twitch Why, uh, let's talk about <laughs> some recent decisions that they've made involving advertisement on their platform. Here we go. Twitch Why. Yeah. And I feel like, you know what, we could honestly have a video series called Twitch Why because oh. I think that's the first thing that goes through our mind almost every time you see Twitch make any announcement ever. 100%. Yeah. Cause it's just uh, like, dude, I mean, yes, I could I could go off the bat right now with you, uh-huh. but I like this series name, Twitch Why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but please, tell me about their advertising processes, which have been <sighs> under fire. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, so, you know, recently, streamers have been having a little bit of a rough go of it on Twitch. Uh, just a, a month or so ago, Twitch uh, rolled out those automatic mid-roll ads that were very problematic for several streamers because they had no control over whether or not the mid-roll ads showed up or not. Say they're in a really middle of a really cool moment, really heated, and all of a sudden, hey, check out Domino's. 
buy a pizza, five ninety nine. Yes. It was very debatable. Yeah, and, and a lot of highlight clips out there. A lot of a lot of funny tweets about uh-huh. big moments happening, and all of a sudden, like, <laughs> welcome to Twitch Prime. Yeah. yeah, a lot of nonsense happening. A lot of streamers not happy about it. Thankfully, Twitch did roll it back. Uh, we've also had issues with the uh, alleged picture in picture mode that Twitch is still testing, where an ad instead of you get getting rid of that heated moment altogether, it'll be in a small tiny box in the corner while Chester the Cheetah is up here advertising his uh, fantastic cheesy goodness of mm. Cheetos. Mm. <laughs> All the good stuff, you know? And uh, we it now appears they're testing yet another method as we have a Twitch staffer in the chat of a streamer by the name of the Black Hokage. Seemingly, That's a name, by the way. Yeah. I'm surprised you got that off in the first try. What do you mean? It's Naruto. See, <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, okay. See, yeah. <laughs> I was still looking at like the Wada Wada. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now we know we got to show you Naruto one of these days. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I'm getting some anime comments now. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, uh, Twitch staffer showed up and tossed 400 bits the Black Okage's way and asked him to give a shout out to a brand by the name of the Fast Shop or something. The response was immediate from the Black Okage. Dude was not happy. He was like, "Who are you promoting stuff in my chat right now?" I had the sub in stuff for the uh, slightly less friendly word that he used. Yes, and there. this was a Twitch staff member with mm. the wrench in the name and everything. He even got accused of of making this up, so he Mm -hmm. went back and proved, no, it was a Twitch staff member. Yeah, absolutely. It is very important for people to remember, because if you don't use Twitch, you may not know. Uh, Yeah, Twitch staff members, you can identify them because they have a wrench in their name. Also, you cannot ban a Twitch staff member from your chat. You you can't remove their messages or anything like that either, which is also a bit of an issue, (laughs) because then this uh, alleged advertisement is just stuck there, and the streamer can't do anything about it, which is Really wild. That you got 400 bits, though. Yeah, true, true. So, hey. I don't on. think you shouted out the advertisement either. No, no. He was just like, what is this? Like, it's kind of ironically timed because we actually had that potential Burger King advertisement uh-huh. where they were donating $5 to get people to read off menu items and right. then use those clips for an advertisement. So, like, 400 bits, 5 mm-hmm. bucks. Mm-hmm. Eh? I mean, that's Burger King. That's not Twitch's fault. Yeah, but the fact that this was Burger King, naughty, like, this was barely a month ago that Burger King tried to pull this, right? And obviously, Twitch knew about it. Why are they trying the same thing that everybody hated, like, objectively? And this Yo, is that bad. actually is kind of funny now that you <laughs> like, say it. Yeah. Oh, people hated Burger King for doing it. Let's yeah. donate less and yeah. try the same thing. Right? In an even shadier way. Not even no details. Just, hey, shout out this company. Have there been <laughs> any responses like, from Twitch on this yet? No response, which is, you know, uh, once again, par for the course with Twitch. They never respond to any backlash True. like this. They just, you know, come out and go, at best, they'll say, oh, hey, we're looking into this. Uh, although we do have a response from Co-Carnage, uh, you noted, as yep. a member of the Twitch Safety and Advisory Council, and he was less than pleased. It seems that he was not informed that this would have been happening, and I mean, hopefully Twitch has learned their lesson after the backlash this has gotten. But I'm just really confused. Like, I, I, Is right? this going to be the future of advertisements where you mm. have apparently Twitch staff members coming in, mm. they'll, they'll donate you? like a very, 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 very small percentage of what right. they would be getting paid for the ad, ad deal. And all of a sudden you're getting donated a thousand bits from a Twitch staff member. And he goes, go check out McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to, I want to think this is some kind of funny joke or mistake on the staff members uh-huh. uh, part. And it's just kind of taken way out of hand because people love hating on Twitch. Right. Of course. And, and we, and I've played my part in, in, in knocking on them doing bad things. 
So I kind of got to wait for a response for me to have any other take on this, but I hope it's a joke or something. <laughs> it would just be such a weirdly timed joke if it was, especially to like first shout out like an actual brand. I feel like if it was a joke, they would have made it very clear like, oh, it's a fake brand or something like that. Yeah. Like shout out uh, the kitchen in your mom's house or something. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like something, something dumb like or that. Or something like pertaining to the actual streamer. Yeah, yeah. And we, we already know Twitch is already, they're testing new ways to advertise on yeah. Twitch. They've announced that, you know, Amazon is working Twitch into their advertising advertisement portfolio a little bit more actively so i imagine we're going to see a lot more of these tests in the future who knows what the will wind up be being but so far nobody's been happy with a single one of them yeah well so we'll see if uh, twitch can figure out exactly how to advertise because as a business they got to make money and all of this seems mm. to be adding up to uh how they're going to pay for all of their newly signed streamers all right, guys, before our next topic, a quick few words about our sponsors. Even though sports had a break, your business did not. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike any other site, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it very fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now and use Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. And guys and gals, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering off on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word, bet online, your online sports book experts. And now, let's get back to the podcast. All right, Zan, I got a moral dilemma for you. Oh, hit me with Stemming it. Stemming from the Call of Duty Warzone scene and something we only really see in the Warzone scene for a very, very few events out there. I'm not really sure if this has been a thing for other esports or maybe some smaller events and other games as well. That being KD Caps. Mm. For events, That's going to be Vicstar's Warzone events, uh, several, several weeks, and then a grand finals eventually. One of the few tournaments out there that actually cap your KDs you have with your team. So they do mm. duo squad events. You pretty much compete for kills in best of twos. Uh, all four members are on the same squad, but it's two teams of two, right. and they compete against each other. Now, with this, though, to try and prevent all the nutty Call of Duty pros from teaming up and uh -huh. railing on everyone else, um, they have KD caps. So obviously, this is set in place to... Um, have some sort of solution to a problem that we did see early on in Warzone. Right. And uh, now we've actually seen it was Tommy who has been exposing people left and right in the Warzone COD and Twitch scene. Man's a machine. I mean, the dude is uh, literally a robot, and I think he has an eye <laughs> for this kind of stuff. But with it, I, I pass my moral dilemma on to you as we found out this past week that apparently maybe one player, but maybe probably several players, have been actually tanking their KDs throughout the week mm. leading up to the event, thus lowering their overall KD. Mm. And that means they can actually meet the KD cap with whatever teammate they do so choose. We're talking about a Warzone streamer pretty well known as WarZ, mm. but the dilemma being it's not technically against the rules for Vic Stars events. 
Yeah, and I kind of don't see this as a moral dilemma at all. This is just bad. I didn't know how to word it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think wording it like that is totally fair. I think a lot of people would see it as a moral dilemma of, as a, play, as a player, do you try to lower your KD so you can play with who you want to, or do you try to like abide by the rules as they were likely intended? And I think in this kind of circumstance, this is entirely on the TOs, because this is a dumb rule, and they should have realized immediately that this is what this would lead to. Like, I realize that definitely there is, it's not ideal to have teams that can just really just come through and clean house and dominate and you there's really no competition from anybody else but there's other solutions there as opposed to implementing something that's obviously going to have people immediately looking for ways around it yeah and i I think we at this point we got to realize we are gamers and we see that gamers time and time again will try and find their way around the rules Mm. or to bend the rules uh one of the top comments i saw though when i made this video was uh, a lack of uh, someone said a lack of brain power for people who think this is not against the rules uh, the way I interpreted it is the rules is a KD cap. Right. Whatever means you go to being underneath that KD cap mm. is technically abiding by those rules. Right. Unless I was missing something. I don't know. It was getting a lot of upvotes. So I started to question myself <laughs> as to, you know, should I be judging this? I don't think it's the best kind of behavior, mm. but I don't think he's probably the only um, the only culprit uh, that is actually doing this. Mm. The only question I would have for the audience out there is how you work yourself how you work the, I, I can't really think of a solution top of the head um, but that's why we don't see a lot of top pros in at least Vic star events mm. we haven't seen a guy like karma um, uh, actually compete because you know when he is doing his typical gameplay his KD is just way too high mm. to find a reasonable teammate um, right. for these kind of events so I, I definitely agree with you it's certainly more on the TOs and as of us recording there is no statement about this just time and time again we see that if, if a gamer wants to compete mm. he's willing to do just about anything to uh to make that happen real quick before we end this segment shout out to warzy with like the lamest excuse Bro. ever for his kd being lowered i saw that and i'm like, not gonna lie i chuckled at it i was uh, i was like bro you might as well set your dog out of hold of your controller he, he did like, actually sorry, like, respond yeah. like, to the initial post of being called out by saying oh i guess my girlfriend's not playing on my account anymore <laughs> and then a bunch of other players like come on dog you yeah know? right that's uh, like that, that is the dog ate my homework of gameplay like excuses yeah, right there, i think it was doug know? is raw responded and, and pointed out man your girlfriend must be cracked because she was playing solo squads for <laughs> right, like 37 right. straight matches and getting like you know zero or one kills so uh it's definitely an interesting situation uh what do you guys think about this <laughs> tanking your kd to compete in call of duty wars on events okay jake this is one that uh, i'm sure we'll be talking about tons in the months to come because it is fascinating and uh it's about halo because for some mysterious reason people are interested in halo again uh, Chill, you're walking a fine line there, brother. <laughs> I say mysterious because, let's be realistic, uh, Halo, it, at its most recent gameplay showing, raised a lot of concerned eyebrows for people. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the game was, in fact, delayed, uh, likely into 2021. Early industry estimates from journalists, reporters, are that we probably won't see the game until, like, spring 2021 at the earliest. Very likely not until holiday 2021, which is, you know, a good minute away from now. Yeah. That's a little bit over a year yeah yeah that's pretty far out for a video game release and despite that we have orgs such as cloud nine and sentinels announcing their new rosters for a game franchise that has not had a you know an actual esports league since 2018 that was the last time we had the halo world championship that's not to say there haven't been halo esports events since then but it has been very limited it's been a while since halo caught the eye for a lot of the uh, mainstream gamers slash viewers mm. out there 
Yeah, in a lot of ways, I think what happened to Halo is what people talk about potentially happening to Call of Duty at some point in time, where like people always wonder, what happens if a bad COD comes out? What happens to the esports scene? What happens to yeah. the community? And then, you know, Halo 4 and 5 just didn't hit the way that, you know, they really could have. And people just, you know, didn't have the same love for those that they did for like a good old Halo 3, Halo 2, Reach. Yeah, I, it's definitely a thing that's hard to picture with the COD franchise being so huge. And with mm. Warzone now kind of adding a, a little bit of a back padding, right, I right. really don't see Call of Duty coming crashing to a halt. Like, I, I don't want to call it crashing to a halt, but mm. having the fall off that Halo did. Right. Unless you have so many issues and then successive titles that are kind of like, eh. Eh, mm. eh. I mean, yeah. with the Franchise League, too, that also even further backs it. So mm. I don't think COD faces that same kind of future. But, hey, you, you just Halo is proof that you just never know. Yeah, exactly. I would have said the exact same thing right up until Halo 4 came out. And then I was like, oh, no. I mean, not to say, I'm not saying these are like horrible games it's just like you know didn't really have that same magic of halo yeah and then certainly you got a question okay i mean come on sentinels and cloud nine had to have been told something unless cloud nine saw sentinels Mm -hmm. finalize their roster and suddenly within 72 hours they're like oh yeah we got a full roster Uh i think they might have been talking to i mean that's just what you want to think right you want to believe that you know someone or halo uh infinite or halo whoever is behind the big wigs there we're we're telling organizations hey we got some big plans for next year esports all right Mm -hmm. and so they locked down you know two potentially of you know the single top rosters out there these are world-renowned rosters and i don't know what they're paying but some pretty big acquisitions and names to be signed to the teams Mm. it's kind of mimics that of like a valorant launch right yeah yeah but at the time but halo's already yeah yeah. valorant's new Uh halo's already been around it's been up and down but at the same time with valorant people had faith in the way that riot runs their competitive ecosystem and with microsoft i don't know if you can really have that same i don't know what Something had to have given them that faith, right? Because mm. if a game is delayed into possibly late 2020, that's the game. Right. Not yeah. even to mention the esports themselves, mm. the events to be set up and mm. aligned. It took obviously it took Riot Games a bit of time to get Ignition Series and it even takes their own everybody events. a lot of time yes. to like actually fo- learn how to handle your own unique esports ecosystem like that. To set this up really takes a lot of time. So I don't know what they could have been told. Like, hey, the game might not be out till like late next year, mm. but like esports events will be up and running. Like, right. I don't know what you could be told to all of a sudden sign a roster like that and then hold the roster down for so much time where they right. will not be competing mm-hmm. it's gonna it's it's very interesting yeah in a way uh my initial my thought process that i've come to after like a lot of we've gone back and forth as a team on what we think uh the reason could be here whether it's microsoft's announcing details to the teams about like oh we're gonna do xyz with the league or we're gonna uh, give you guys all these in-game special items that we're gonna revenue share with you yeah or something like that and i think what i've kind of landed on is that they might just release halo infinite multiplayer separately from the campaign they might take that longer time with the campaign because we already know halo infinite multiplayer is going to be free to play so by default it can't be connected to the campaign because anybody's going to be able to access it so they very much could just Snap Chop it, it, yeah, and then say, "Hey, you know, surprise! It's January. Halo Infinite multiplayer is out, um, and people can play that and enjoy that, and maybe get an esports scene, like you know, slowly building up around that. And then, hey, you know, they'll spend some extra time keeping the game itself in the oven. But who knows?" Yeah, we will see what the future of Halo Infinite is. Halo Infinite still not here; won't be for a while. But Halo rosters are already being signed.
And very lastly, for this podcast, guys, we're going to be talking about a very debatable point because mm. uh, speaking of Twitch Why and what the heck Twitch is doing, a decision this past week made by Twitch that I am trying to wrap my head around as we await the decision made by that streamer, that streamer being Deller, who has now had his permanent ban taken back by Twitch. Uh, something we have seen, if not for the only time right now, definitely one of few times ever to see a permanent ban revoked just after a year of serving it. Mm. Deller actually known for a lot of uh, past... Uh, uh, incidents on the Twitch platform, yeah. which led to his permanent ban and, of course, moved to YouTube Gaming. We found out this past week, even after, just weeks after he had told Twitch to take back his appeal, mm -hmm. he also trash-talked the entire platform for harboring child predators, uh, cheaters, and view botters and scam artists, mm. and then said, take back my appeal. Within a couple weeks of that statement, Twitch has now taken back his permanent ban. Which, hey, maybe Twitch just got confused. Maybe they saw appeal. They thought, oh, man, yeah, that's what, uh, clearly that's what he's talking about. They probably about. didn't finish the tweet. Yeah, yeah. They said, they saw they saw Twitch take back and they were like, like, yo, oh. Deller wants to be on. <laughs> Deller appealed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was his second appeal, too, which makes uh -huh. it, I mean, just it just adds to a story that will probably, I, I don't think we'll ever see something quite like this one. I, I cannot really name many creators that can get away, in a mm. sense, of trash talking a platform. Right. And then that platform kind of, that's why it makes you makes you wonder what is Twitch really doing here? Yeah, it's such a weird move, especially because you know the reason behind his initial permanent ban itself was pretty contentious. A lot of people didn't agree with it yeah, because you know, yeah, yeah, for those of you who don't remember, he did exactly what Jake just showed you. He basically bashed a keyboard with his head. Twitch was like, that's self-harm right there. It was weird. Unhealthy for our platform. Get thee gone. For that know? to be the final straw, it was weird because he's also, <laughs> several several years ago now, dropped right. the N-word and right, uh, right. has said a lot of other questionable things. Mm -hmm. And so, several streamers on Twitch's platform have done a lot of problematic things and get the lightest slap on the wrist. Yeah. I, I yeah. will say compared to most of those streamers, Deller had several, several yeah, warnings. True, true. But now those warnings are all cleared. And mm -hmm. the, the lingering question is, will he leave YouTube to go back to Twitch? I don't think he will. The biggest takeaway here is he can now play with his friends. Right. He can now stream with all of his Twitch buddies, which is a big, big thing because that's a rule that holds back a lot of creators. It's currently holding back someone like Ice Poseidon and especially someone like Dr. Disrespect mm -hmm. has impacted his career, whatever the future of him and whatever platform he chooses. It's just, is Twitch trying to, is Twitch trying to trick Deller into going back. I mean, the sway of the viewership is not that much. Right. Um, so, I mean, there wouldn't be a contract there, but they leave him the option to go back. I, 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 part of me, I know this is like the dark side of me, just mm. thinks that Twitch is doing this just to see if they can get someone to trash talk them and then <laughs> even get them to join the platform still. Yeah, that was definitely my first thought too. And I think if anybody could, it's definitely Twitch. Because, I mean, just look at all of the metrics that come out uh, each quarter. Like just recently, Stream Hatches as well as Streamlabs released their quarterly an analysis. It's on, a monopoly, man. Yeah, Twitch has, what was the number? I think it was something like Just 90, shy of 92%. Yeah, 91%, I believe it was. Yeah, of the overall viewership of everybody watching streaming, that is like... That is insane. I was very surprised with those numbers that mm. YouTube actually shrunk, I believe, and, and Facebook remained pretty consistent with what mm. it's been. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's pretty crazy with the Mixer shut down. They get Ninja and Shroud back. They lose Doc. But, mm. I mean, they're re-signing people like crazy. And it seems that most, a lot of the YouTube signings are creators that are not, you know, streaming. They're, they're right. big creators, but they're not forced to stream. Mm. But if they do stream, it would be on YouTube. It doesn't seem to be making up the ground that people thought it would. And so the uh, the whole Twitch era does remain. Their re-signings do remain. And and, of course, what also remains is a decision to be made by Deller after having his permanent ban removed. Will he go back or will he stay with the tubes? 
as per usual, we hope you guys all enjoy the Esports Rewind podcast. Same time, same day, every single week. Really do want to thank all of you guys uh, who have been listening, all of you guys who have been sending DMs. And again, a reminder for all of you guys who want to send stuff to the P.O. Box, I will shout out anybody. It doesn't matter what you send. can be a picture, uh, can be a letter, can be two words, can be nothing. Uh, as long as you send anything in the P.O. Box, I would love to shout you guys out. That will be in the About section of our channel. Zan? We'll have a quick asterisk on anything. All of the packages will be opened and examined first by a member yeah, of the team. Yeah, you, hey, mother frickers, by the way, if you have anything planned, I'm going to be opening these things with sanitizer next to me and gloves and glasses and goggles. So if you guys want to do the pony tricks, it's not going to work. It's not happening. But it might not work. not making it onto the show. <laughs> Send me something. Never mind. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's forget Jake said that. Uh, moving on. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you'd like to watch the Esports Rewind podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or rather listen to it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Watch. You know, listen to it on the go on your mobile phone. Uh, you can find us as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That's P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N, right alongside a lot of other fantastic esports and gaming podcasts. So by all means, go check us out there. We really, we really appreciate our audio listeners tuning in. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you can find our daily esports news content on YouTube at Esports Talk. And anytime that anybody out there wants to reach out to us, send us a message, leave a kind word, anything, uh, send a story. You can find us on Twitter at Talk underscore Esports or on Instagram at Esports underscore Talk. We read every single message, even if we do not time to respond to all of them. We do get quite a few, and we really do appreciate everybody who reaches out. Until next time, same time, same day next week, guys. We hope you guys all enjoy, and until then, take care of yourselves, all right? We'll see you back here sometime soon.